beautiful souls welcome welcome this is twani here and i hope you are doing lovely today so let's tune into conscious relationships today i would like to share with you something about the blockages of the heart chakra Now before I jump on to the blockages I would like to share with you certain aspects of the heart chakra The anahata is at the middle of the seven chakras it's the fourth chakra The heart unites the physical and spiritual chakras serving as a bridge between our mind body emotions and spirit so when your heart is open you're flowing with love acceptance and compassion the heart chakra flows with love for ourselves others the world around us It's where our spirit resides and is the most important chakra to keep clear and flowing with ease. Now it works on four major principles. First is I listen to my heart and honor its feelings. Second, I love myself and others fearlessly. Third, I allow myself to heal. Fourth, I choose to be kind and forgiving to myself and everyone and everything. Now, what is the symbolic element of this anahata? It is a it is a a hexagram uh, the hexagram within the heart chakra symbol is made of two interlaced triangles one pointing up and one pointing down a downward movement of spirit into matter symbolizes shakti which is a feminine principle the divine feminine within us and the upward liberation of matter into spirit symbolizes shiva which is a masculine principle or the divine masculine within us these two meeting together at heart where true balance is attained each one of the 12 petals is inscribed a sanskrit syllable kam kham gam gham gnam cham cham jam jham nyam tam and tham these represent uh certain characteristics within us like lustfulness 
fraudulence, indecision, repentance, hope, anxiety, longing, impartiality, arrogance, incompetence, discrimination, and defiance. Now, in order to balance our heart chakra, we have to work through all these 12 characteristics specifically. Now, the main aspect, one of the main aspect of the heart chakra is the element of air, right? As I mentioned in my previous episode, air is pure consciousness. It is with you every moment of your waking life, constantly shaping and influencing your realities, right? Just like air, consciousness also is forever attempting to move into new areas and seek out new information and experiences. Just like air, it is not always visible to us, but it is always there with us. Just like that, consciousness is also not visible to us, but it is always there within us. Air is only visible when it's directed through another element, right? Uh, we can witness its power by combining elemental forces like when air is combined with fire air is it, its presence is visible for example when we burn sage and incense we can see the presence of air right when air is combined with earth for example if we hang a metal wind chime or earth element it makes noise which uh, shows us the presence of air right when air is combined with water for example if we vaporize and mist essential oils we can feel its fragrance right that is the presence of air now the second important aspect is to love and be loved. Mm. You, do you understand the word affinity? Affinity is a term used in chemistry to des describe the tendency of one substance to enter into and remain in combination with another substance. This occurs because of an intrinsic fit within the atomic structure of the substance. Those of you who are aware or who like chemistry must be knowing this. The result of affinity is bonding, right? When two substances with affinity for each other come together, they bond, forming a more permanent connection. Each has something the other is lacking. 
on a simplified level it is the attraction of opposites seeking to balance themselves human bonding is so similar to chemical bonding that we often refer to it as chemistry hmm um if you see the symbol of yin and yang it shows a perfect chemistry perfect balance between the feminine and the masculine we may not always understand why we feel drawn towards someone but the feeling is there right nonetheless and it is often irresistible most often the person has something in his or her energy field that we want need or desire if we are lucky we have something they need too and a bonding can occur good for the duration of the affinity feelings <laughs> now as the heart chakra is the center of balance it is fitting that love itself arises initially out of a natural tendency to merge and balance out energy with other living creatures self acceptance is our first chance to practice unconditional love it doesn't mean that we have to give up striving to be better but that our self love is not conditional on the future or imagined or expected change when we feel unconditional love for ourselves within our heart it becomes easier and natural to accept others affinity is also seen as a vibrational quality when we are in affinity the harmonious state we feel give coherency to every thing we say or do when we radiate love within us in turn we harmonize our surroundings now i will move to the blockage of the heart chakra now how do you know that your heart chakra can be imbalanced or blocked just ask yourself certain questions uh do you suffer from pain or any disorders with the lungs thymus heart breasts or arms do you get tension between your shoulder blades or pain in your chest do you get jealous easily and don't even know how why sometimes right do you ever get accused of being clingy or dependent do you ever feel you over sacrifice for those around you you give too much of yourself do you struggle with keeping healthy and long relationships do you sometimes feel lonely depressed or critical has anyone betrayed you recently 
or in past? Do you sometimes fear intimacy and or relationships? You have resistance towards intimacy or relationships. Do you ever struggle to feel compassion for those with insecurities or struggles? If your answer is yes to more than one of these, you may have some balancing to do. This is how our heart communicates with us. It's our job to listen for the signals and then act upon it, right? Now, one of the major, a clear sign that our heart chakra can be blocked is a profound feeling of grief and angst coupled with a miserable feeling of apathy and new means uh, lack of interest and uh, a feeling of dissatisfaction arising from a lack of excitement. We must embrace pain and burn it as fuel for our journey, as said by Kenji Miyazawa. Now this often happens, grief generally happens due to uh, love lost, failure in relationships, a death in the family, unmet expectations, and or an inability to let go of the ego's attachment to love. We experience a lack of empathy on the emotional level and a lack of openness and flexibility on the spiritual level. We have trouble loving ourselves and we become afraid to be vulnerable with others in the fear of getting hurt, right? When we are blocked by grief, we are actually blocked by our ego's attachment to the way things could have been. <laughs> we had certain idea of certain relationship that it should have turned out something like this, but it did not. You know, there's a lot of if only and shoulda, woulda, coulda. We become so wrapped up in the misery of having lost something that we forget about the only moment in which anything can truly be gained. That is the present moment. Now, just ask yourself, are you experiencing these conditions like resentment and hatred of or towards other people 
or towards ourselves sometimes or lack of fulfilling relationships stinginess suspicion uh paranoia doubts lack of trust trusting other people trusting uh ourselves jealousy lack of empathy cold heartedness distancing you know aggression and passive aggression like shutting down putting up walls guarding ourselves or self victimization and martyrdom loneliness isolation possessiveness grudge holding melancholy mood swings sadness depression trust issues and physical heart issues like high blood pressure etc whenever heart chakra is balanced we generally feel compassionate love empathetic self loving altruistic means thinking of others peaceful balanced and also good immune system and we have when we have an imbalanced heart chakra in there in that there is there are two conditions deficient and excessive when we have we are in the deficient mode we are generally antisocial withdrawn cold critical judgmental intolerant of self or others loneliness isolation depression fear of intimacy fear of relationships lack of empathy even narcissism in extreme cases when we have we are when we are in the excessive mode we can um, experience codependency we have poor boundaries we do not uh, we are not able to say no when we are required to when we are uncomfortable and we are demanding we are clinging to a person or to an idea or to a concept or to an expectation we we feel jealous or we are overly sacrificing uh there are certain physical malfunctions like disorders of the heart lungs thymus breasts and arms shortness of breath sunken chest circulation problems asthma immune system deficiency tension between shoulder blades pain in chest if you experience all of this 
understand that you need to work upon your heart chakra. Now talking about transforming the heart chakra. The fourth plane, our fourth subtle body out of the seven subtle bodies is the mental body, right? Or the psyche. Uh, before moving further, I would like you to um, visit my episode about the seven subtle bodies. It will help you to better understand this topic. Okay, so the fourth plane is the mental body or the psyche. And the fourth chakra, the anahata, is connected with the fourth body. The natural qualities of this plane are imagination and dreaming. This is what the mind is always doing, right? imagining and dreaming it dreams in the night and in the daytime it daydreams if imagination is fully developed that is to say if it is developed to its fullest extent in a complete way it becomes determination will if dreaming develops fully it is transformed into vision psychic vision if a man's ability to dream is fully developed he has only to close his eyes and he can see things this is what uh, psychic do right He can then see even through a wall, through a guard. At first, he only dreams of seeing beyond the wall. Later, he actually sees beyond the wall. Now, he can only guess what you're thinking. But after the transformation, he sees what you think. Vision means seeing and hearing things without the use of the usual sense organs. And the limitations of time and space are no more for a person who develops vision. Time and space is just an illusion. In dreams, you travel far. If you are in Bombay, you can reach Kolkata. In vision also, you can travel distances. Even time spans. But there will be a difference. In dreams, you imagine you have gone, whereas in vision, you actually go. Your mental body actually goes in that time frame or in that space frame the fourth psychic body can actually be present there as we have no idea 
of the ultimate possibility of this fourth body we have discarded the ancient concept of dreams in today's world the ancient experience was that in dream one of the bodies of man comes out of him and goes on a journey in certain cultures dreaming is considered as very important especially uh those uh, you know tribes living in jungles and connected to their ancient ancestors there was a man swedenborg whom people knew as a dreamer he used to talk of heaven and hell and that they can only exist in dreams but one afternoon as he slept he began to shout help help my house is on fire people came running but there was no fire there they awoke him to assure him that it was only a dream and there was no danger of fire he insisted however that his house was on fire his house was 300 miles away and it had caught fire at that time on the second or third day news came of this disaster his house was burned to ashes and it was actually burning when he cried out in his sleep now this is no longer a dream but a vision the distance of 300 miles was no longer there this man witnessed what was happening 300 miles away now scientists also agree that there are great psychic possibilities of the fourth body now that man has set out in space research in this direction has become all the more important in occult sciences the fact remains that no matter how reliable the instruments at man's disposal these cannot be relied upon completely if the radio communication in a spaceship ceases to function the astronauts lose contact with the world for all time right they will not be able to tell us where they are or what has happened to them so today scientists are keen to develop telepathy and vision of the psychic body to overcome this risk if the astronauts were able to communicate directly with the power of telepathy could be a part of the development of the fourth body then space travel can be very safe a lot of work has been carried out in this direction in the 1900s a us navy engineer robert perry and a matthew 
Alexander Henson, who was an American, uh, sorry, African American explorer, set out to explore the North Pole for the first time. Now there are many controversies, but this is what is claimed by them. Now they were equipped with all that was necessary for wireless communication. But one more arrangement was also made, which is not made known up till now. A psychic person whose fourth body faculties were functioning was also made to receive the transmission from the explorers. The most surprising thing was that when there was bad weather, the wireless failed. But this psychic person received the news without any difficulty. When the diaries were compared later on, it was found that 80 to 95 percent of the time, the signals received by the psychic person were correct, whereas the news relayed by the radio was not available more than 72 percent of the time because there were many breakdowns and bad weather and all. Now, Russia and America were both very eager and a great deal of work is going on in the field of telepathy, clairvoyance, thought projection, thought reading. All these are the possibilities of the fourth body. To dream is its natural quality. To see the truth, to see the real, is its ultimate possibility. And anahata is the chakra of this fourth body. Well, that was all for now. So stay tuned till my next episode. The purpose is to share and spread love. God bless you in your beautiful journey of life. And please share this episode so that more and more people can benefit. And click the subscribe button and especially the bell icon for my YouTube viewers so that you get notified every time I upload a new episode. And you're more than welcome to join our Facebook group, Conscious Relationships. Or follow me on Instagram, Conscious.Relationships. The link is in the description box below or in the About section. Okay, so I'll leave you with that. Thank you so much for listening and have a good time. Bye-bye.